Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. Yay! <laughs> okay, that didn't work. Anyways, my name is Jeff Worden. I'm your co-host here. Along with me, as always, is my co fellow co-host, Simon C. Hey, everyone. Hey, my man. What's up, buddy? Good man, and uh, this week's your last week because that was stupid. <laughs> this week's your last week. You know, I, was I almost deserved to be fired for that. You're <laughs> absolutely right. <laughs> that was bad, and it was an impromptu thought on my part. And yeah, that failed pretty badly. I, I the sad part yeah. while the music for, for, was going for those of our viewers or listeners, this end of the podcast, he was trying to do some sort of flute trick. Well, it was in I'm camera, just, you know, yeah, he. That's all. Got some sort of piece of paper. He blew it right into it, and I was he just like, "This is grass, that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have enough of the shenanigans. All right, he's done. He's done next yeah, week. I'm so fired. Yeah, no, <laughs> God, no. The sad part. I while the music was going, I'm thinking, okay, I need something a little different. I and that was the impromptu thing I came up with was was the paper thing. And, yeah, uh, I was wondering because like you know I see you backstage and I see like what is this guy doing? <laughs> Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, I'm having a good time without you for the time though, just before it all started. I was having a good time without you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Well, let's start off with our show today. Simon, what have we got leading today's stories here? Well, it's September and usually it's that month and the time again, as <gasps> our thumbnail has subscribed oh, yeah. or describe what this episode is. And of course, <laughs> we're talking about the Apple events. That is gonna that is gonna occur next Tuesday. Dun 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 dun. It's that time again. Save all your money. Get ready for that trade in offer. Whatever, whatever it is. Mortgage your children. You know. Yeah, I get it, man. I get it. You know, finance your house or whatever. <laughs> I, I think it. you might get more for the kids. Not saying you would necessarily, but you never know. Anyways, all right. What's what's the top story here for, so for Apple? This this article is from PC Mag. So Apple iPhone 13 event set for September 14th. And they dubbed it as California Streaming. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I know where they're going with that title or where they got it from. <laughs> I would imagine they're doing a lot of uh, uh, streaming of music would seem like an obvious thing, but I'll I'll go with that. I, I didn't Maybe? read it, so I don't know. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. So that's the tagline for Gathering, which once again will be held virtually from Apple Park. Yeah, it's going to be held virtual again. Um, yeah, this will be their second year in the row where they're doing everything all virtual. So. Right, right. So they're they're probably already pre-recording this as of right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because it just there broadcast it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So Apple's iPhone event will take place on September 14th, the company confirmed. Uh California streaming reached a tag for the gathering, which will once again be held virtually. And the invitation doesn't give much away, though the streaming bit suggests we'll hear about Apple's adventures in video streaming, which have taken off somewhat in recent months thanks to the success of Ted Lasso on H uh, HBO on Apple nice. TV Plus. Yeah, we're only talking about Apple. Big deal. <laughs> it could also be a nod to the fact that the continuing pandemic has required Apple to shelve in-person events for more than a year. But what most Apple fans are waiting for are details about the next-gen iPhone, which will potentially bear the iPhone 13 moniker. You know, we'll PC Matt will have a full rundown of what you might see. But it's probably safe to assume that it'll be faster, sleeker, and have some camera bells and whistles. I should hope so. Yeah. I, ex I expect nothing less of Apple. Absolutely. <laughs> if history is any indication, a new Apple Watch will also be on the agenda. There could be an updated AirPods 2 and maybe new iPads and Macs. Though Apple might save that latter two or three for a separate October event. 
Yeah, or probably even November. So who knows? Hmm. Whatever figure Cup- it out. Whatever Cup- Cupertino has on its plate, we'll be covering. They'll be covering it. So check back. We'll also be covering it as well. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's gonna be. I think mainly what people will really go look after it's the new iPhone 13, right? Which it's not gonna be like a big, uh, the big change. Because you know, usually, like the year after the big announcement prior the year before the new design or whatever they got the year right. after is usually like more toned down just like oh here's a faster phone and um newer cameras but everything looks exactly the same yeah i i i, I overall and th- this is just surface look here the new phones don't seem like as impressive from from next next generation to next generation next model next model uh especially since G- steve jobs died um, it, it's really been just kind of okay. Well, here's the same product. We've tweaked a few things, and now it's a new version. Pay you know a thousand dollars for it. And yeah. usually you know, the year, the year, the uh, every other year is like a like a speed upgrade or something. Like that. Right, right. The designs okay, yeah. that are not not really that enticing. Right, right. See, and, and that, I'm like, well, okay, yeah, great. It's faster. Whoop de doo This phone still works fast enough for my purposes. Why would I need? The latest and greatest, unless you're that obsessed with Apple products, which you know obviously thousands are, and that's fine. You know that's your problem. I mean, your obsession. Yeah. But um, well, not every. Well, there are a lot of tech enthusiasts out there that do like to upgrade their devices every single year. That's X. That's also not just Apple speaking, but every other product as well. If that is their hobby, yeah, I guess there's something said for that. No, I mean there are also old timers like you who like to use that thing to run it to the ground. So. You make that sound like a bad thing. That's something that only old people do. Here, don't make me come over there and peel that brick wall, (laughs) buddy boy. Well, even after that, you know, it's it's like not not even like the iPhone 13 hasn't even been announced yet. But there's always like these rumors of the next iPhone, the 14, which a lot of people will get a most likely will get, you know, rather than this year's model. Right. Uh, for those of us that upgraded last year to the 12, I think this year not a lot of people will get the 13. But for people that the previous year, like the ones that got the 11 or still have a 10s or 8s, right. they'll probably want to upgrade at 13. But for us, maybe we want the 14 more because this is an article from Mac Rumors. John Prosser, he has his own YouTube channel. It's called Front, front Page Tech uh, News. Mm-hmm. Front, front Page Tech, I, I watched a couple of his videos a while back ago, even like last year, like once in a while I tuned into his channel, but he's somewhat of a, you know, has like Apple inside information. No, oh, he's you know? the guy, your inside guy or an inside guy. Well, he's an inside guy, but ah, well, not the inside guy, but there is a, <laughs> there's a lot of other people that does that stuff too. So, so Apple's, so Apple's full of spies is what you're trying to tell me. Maybe. <laughs> so corporate, corporate espionage my favorite so this article say wow we're likely six days away from apple unveiling the iphone 13 lineup mm-hmm. at its confirmed september 14 event leaker john prosser has shared alleged details about next year's iphone 14 on his front page tech website so prosser prosser's information comes specifically from iphone 14 pro max model and key features based on renders created by ian zelmore include no notch with a hole punch front camera instead in line with information shared by analyst Ming-Chi Kuo. That is the analyst that I would trust more. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because he's been right most of the time. Gotcha. A thicker chassis allowing for no rear camera bump with the lenses 
LED flash and LiDAR scanners sitting flush with the rear glass, a titanium frame, round volume buttons that look similar to those on an older iPhone 4 and iPhone 5 models, which is, yeah, okay, I see that. Redesign, redesign, redesign speaker and microphone grills with elongated mesh cutouts instead of individual holes on the bottoms of the device. Lightning connector remains on at least some iPhone 14 models. So Prosser said that while some aspects of the iPhone 14 design and dimensions could change between now and the device likely release in September 2022, he is confident that the overall design will remain largely the same when mass product production begins. Prosser was recently accurate about Apple launching a colorful new iMac, and he revealed the design of the AirTag prior to its release. And he has been wrong about the launch timing and pricing of some other Apple products. So mm. it's really a hit or a miss with John Prosser, but when he gets it right, <laughs> he gets it right. That, that's pretty much for every. Well, yeah, that'd be, that'd be anybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So right, very cool. I mean, it's just weird. Like, it's like the 13 hasn't even been announced, but here is the 14, the one we might expect. Now. Yeah. Hey man, no notch. That's good. I'll rather just wait. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I, 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 I guess you, I guess there's, there's something to be said for those who actually want to buy a new phone every year or at least just update to the latest tech, you know, so they can test it and you know look for other stuff like that. But I'd imagine your average consumer just doesn't need a new phone like that every other year. I, I, that's just me talking. And granted, as your timer, I run things into the ground, which you know yeah. is pretty much what I do. Well, I mean, like they don't need every year, but then like you know, they're they're care about hey, that new iPhone came out. Trade in your old iPhone, and we'll give you this one for at this price, you know. Right, you know, right, there's incentives yeah. to do it, and then they'll do it. Right. Well, that there, I guess that's really the key thing to it. But I would think I would think Apple can maximize their sales that they kind of held off on putting out you know a new model so often that that way they could build the demand for it and then then push out a whole bunch of whole bunch of new ones at that point. Maybe not. Maybe they need to do it every other year just to maintain some level of sales and stockholders share profitability. I don't know. It's it's it just seems like it's just. It always just strikes me as such a, a massive glutton of new phones, literally every year, other year, which just don't differ that much. You know, I mean, it, yeah, it's I mean, just, like, you know, well, Apple's not the only one that does it. I mean, right. Samsung well, sure. Samsung released more phones in less than a year. Yeah. And, and, and I'm so, like, ah, okay, you know, I'm just, I'm just thankful that I could run my phone into the ground. I'm like, okay, let's upgrade. It's been four years, five years, I'm due for a new one. This one looks really nice. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. You're long due for a new one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, stuff's expensive, man. What am I going to tell you? Jeez. You know, I mean, that that's the thing for me. It's like, it, it's it's a lot of money to get a new phone, even if I'm doing it through my carrier, which will have me pay sales tax and some mere pittance of whatever the price might be or whatever it's going to be. It's still still a big chunk of change for me. Yeah. So like, you know, whatever. 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 Still yeah, works. Man. It still works. Exactly. That's my point. Because if I get a new phone, then I got to get like a new back cover for it and all this other stuff and ah, reload all my software. Oh my God. Which I know you could transfer between the two. I, I get that, but I'm like, oh, I got to go through all that rigmarole. Ah, whatever, man. Be mildly lazy about it. Yeah. So you're, you, you, so the reason not to get new phones is because you're lazy. Right? A little bit. And I'm cheap. <laughs> yeah. And I'm cheap. Yeah. Let's not forget that. I am That's cheap. You should change your banner name then. I am cheap. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not Jeff Word name. I am. I am cheap. I'm the tech that doesn't buy cast. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So next week, next Tuesday, we'll see what 
for fancy sure, for sure. products they get announced, and it could be AirPods too. You know the <laughs> their wireless oh, oh, earbuds, yep. AirPods number three. Yep, yep. No, because during this last sale on Amazon on Labor Day, that thing was going off for like a hundred bucks. Dang, man. Yeah. That's well, a I sale. That, right, right. I'm just yeah, hoping that. I mean, I hope, I hope they're at least quality earbuds and, uh, um, you know, that they actually stay in your ear. I hear good things about them. So I, I figured it's doing what I, it should be doing. But. I was tempted to buy it. Oh, yeah, really? But I didn't because the one thing I, what I don't like about the earbuds is that there's no color variety. It's just white. Hmm. And it doesn't really stand, like it stands out. Like if you wear that, people are like, "Oh, this this fool has an iPhone." Yeah, that's jump true. Him. Jump and jump him or something. You know, well, I was you, like, know, oh, you can always get some yeah. paints, you know, to solve that problem. You know, make them black or whatever. If you yeah, really want to do like, it, I, I'm not a good painter, so <laughs> it's like it's gonna ruin it. Why well, did say yeah. dip it? I just said, yeah, just just gently, slowly, you know, or or maybe you can have your sister or mom do it with like you know nail polish or something like that. I'm sure they've got the skills down to be able to handle that. Pretty nah, well. I don't. But what what <laughs> if what if that thing breaks and I need to sign into warranty? Well, just don't cover, just don't cover the, you know, whatever little, I don't know, Simon. Yeah, they, don't, <laughs> they don't color, they don't, they don't cover like your own paint job, you know? Well, I didn't yeah. say they would. I mean, they'll probably, if they got to replace them, they got to replace them, but just make You're sure not going to replace them if you mess around with, you know, painting well, if you, if you, well, no, painting them is just an, an exterior thing. If you mess with the electronics inside, yeah, I could see that being an issue, but. Well, yeah, exterior thing, but you know. You, you 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 obviously have not dealt with Apple warranty before. Um, no, that is entirely so, true. Yeah. I have not. <laughs> from the sound so, of it, I pray I never do. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a good indication that there might be a new AirPod announcing because you know mm. you don't discount those for no apparent reason. Right, right. <laughs> it's right. like we're trying to get rid of them, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, so I I opted not to get those. I actually opted to get the Skull Candy. Okay. That's what Indeed. I use. Yeah. Use uh, skull candy. They're good. Yeah. I like them. But mine's wireless. Like oh, it looks nice. like AirPods, but you no, know, they have different variety of colors. That's why I chose it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So because I, I just imagine can't... they're probably cheaper too. Yeah, half the cost. Nice. So half 50 bucks color, an array of colors. God, yeah. you can't even go wrong with that already. Actually, I got it for like 40. Nice. Yeah. So so far it's been good. Um, I think the only thing is I'll probably do a review on it uh, once I use it more a little bit. Um, yeah, it's really the way to really to re to play back your track. So like you want to track backwards. Yeah, go to like a previous track. It's really dumb the way they program it. So it's like a it's like a double hold for two seconds okay. and let go. Yeah, but I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's Skull Candy, the programming on the earbuds, or also. It could be Apple Music's or Apple's internal music player. There, there's a stupid thing that they do there, where it's like when you hit the reverse button, right? Okay, it replaces the track to the beginning, but you had to double hit reverse button to go to the previous track. No, no that makes sense. Yeah, that makes so sense. So re you rewind to go to the start of the song you're listening to, double tap to go back to skip the back to the previous track. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So the skull candy is like having a little trouble doing that. So like when I hit when I, when I hold it down for two seconds and let go, it rewinds back to the beginning, but it doesn't right. go back. So I had to do it a couple of times before then it goes back. Huh. So there's some sort of programming issue with that. Like, but skipping forward is okay. So hmm. okay. 
it's like I had to be very accurate when I'm skipping backwards, <laughs> which is like, I don't know if this is an Apple issue or a Skullcandy issue, but these two knuckleheads need to fix this. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like yeah, they should just, just double tap it as opposed to like having to hold it down. Hold yeah, it down I just wish there was another way to do it, but it's yeah. just... No. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, there's got <laughs> to be a better way. Yeah. As seen on TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like they need to find a way to fix this, but I don't well, know. It's I, just like we'll see. Maybe they maybe they've got something, maybe they don't. Who knows? We'll, yeah. we'll, I guess we will like, see the I next build. I probably won't like I don't see myself, you know, skipping back to a track that often, but if I do it, I will hope it'll be easier. <laughs> right, right. I think no, that's, that's my only gripe about that. About that. You know, but everything else has been perfectly fine. Cool. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So let's move on to our next topic. And Jeff, yes. this is your topic. Oh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna love this one. Okay. Well, you know, no, I'm not if, gonna love this one. No, you're not gonna love this at all. I mean, <laughs> no if, one's if gonna you, love this one. If you've ever seen yet another reason not to talk to the cops, it's this one. All right. So our beloved Los Angeles Police Department has asked officers to gather social media information as a standard part of their interviews with civilians, whether or not the people were implicated in a crime. All right. So the Brennan center for justice revealed via public records that the practice of gathering social media information is part of the LAPD's social media monitoring strategy, which a lot of police departments do. That's now becoming a more common thing, which makes sense when you kind of think about that. Now, according to a 2015 memo sent out by LAP, LAPD chief, Charlie Beck, Explained that, quote, similar to a nickname or an alias, a person's online persona or identity used for social media and communication can be highly beneficial to investigations and possibly even future outreach programs, end quote. Now, all this new, all this fun new information is aggregated into a database that is run by a surveillance company called uh, Palantir, uh, to which officer officers are allowed but not required uh, to enter their field interview information with anyone they come into contact with. So as you might well imagine, this sort of data collection by the police can leave people open to additional online surveillance, whether or not they're under investigation. Uh, the documents also reveal that in 2016, they had employed a company called Data Miner, that's M-I-N-R, no, there's no E in that, uh, which works in Twitter analytics uh, to receive alerts around shooting and bomb threats. You know, which is a cool idea, but they also use them to track the movements of anti-Trump protesters on May Day. Uh, uh, this was also coupled with another uh, uh, tracking service named uh, Geofedia to monitor protest-related keywords, including hashtag Black Lives Matters and hashtag F Donald Trump. And most recently, uh, there exists a contract between the LAPD and another company called Media Sonar, who boasts the ability to, quote-unquote, automatically find digital footprints in a matter of seconds, end quote. Boy, if I've ever felt like I was being watched by the cops and when I haven't done a damn thing, this absolutely makes me feel that way. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it, is that insane? I mean, is that just crazy? I mean, I, I, I can, I can appreciate why they would do that. Cause you know, if you're, if you're a protester, you know, and you're going to hashtag try to reach as many people as you can get as much support as you can spread the word. Now that I, I can appreciate that, but, Arguably, that falls in the category of like secret police kind of of uh, terrorism networking kind of thing, that, or counterterrorism, I should say, when all they're doing is protesting that Black Lives Matter, which is important in and of itself. Um, but yeah, but I'm not going to sit there and 
give the cop my my information just because he's like, well, you know, as part of this interview, I should try to reach you by email or find out what your social what your social media stuff is. I'm like, you don't need that, officer. Here's my phone number. Call me anytime. You know, if you got any further questions, you know, you, you know, be a real, you know, be a be a real cop and just call me. Solve that problem. Or hey, you got my you've got my driver's license. Now you know where I live. You know, you can just drop on by. It doesn't bother me. You know, but yeah. You know, I don't I don't need them monitoring my stuff, especially without a warrant. But but <clears throat> my take on this is that if your social media is public and not and not uh listed as, as being non-public, like for friends, let's say Facebook, for example. You can post stuff that is not public so that people don't see it. So theoretically, if a if the police were to monitor you, they would have to be your friend in order to actually see it, whatever you might be posting. But the yeah. idea you but again, it depends on what you're what you're you know what you're gonna post. I mean, if you're doing a lot of protesting, Black Lives Matter, you know, uh, you know, the heck with Donald Trump kind of thing. Yeah, you're gonna post that publicly so it can be seen. So unfortunately, which unfortunately draws attention from the cops yeah. to you arguably, or other people who are less savory than the cops towards you, for better or for worse. So, yeah, good times. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, to the whole Big Brother thing coming into play here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's why I keep all my accounts private. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, my, mine is too, except I, mean, I have I have a public Facebook profile for, for my acting, but my, my personal one is definitely much more in the private category. Yeah. You know, for, essentially for friends, and that, that's about it. I try to yeah. keep it reasonably private. I mean, if I if I ever do post something public, it'll be very like it's nothing political, nothing. It's just like, hey, yeah. check this out. Yeah, I usually don't fall into that range too. I'm like, yeah. I, check, I got better. I got check, I got better things to post. Check out this product deal. There. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, Here's a funny it. picture I found. You know, oh God. Yeah. Here's so, Simon going on about the Snyder Cut again. Ah, oh, God, not again. Yeah, there we go. That's it. That's all I do. That's all I do. So, exactly, exactly. All right. So, yeah, ah. good times in the world of law enforcement, right surveillance, the world, the world we live in. Exactly, days, so. exactly. Crazy all right. Well, let let's jump into something else here. All right. Well, Simon, what holiday? Big pop quiz for you. What holiday was Tuesday, September seventh? In El Salvador. I'll give you a few minutes to think about that. What was the holiday in El Salvador on Tuesday, September 7th? Beats me. Yeah, don't strain yourself there, buddy boy. All right. Well, how do you not know that it was Bitcoin Day, Simon? How did you not know that? (laughs) Okay. I didn't know there was... I I didn't know we... There was a designated day for Bitcoins. Well, I, I didn't know there was either. So, yes, Bitcoin Day was the day that Bitcoin became an official currency of El Salvador. Not the official currency, but one of two. And uh, do you know what the actual official currency of El Salvador is? No. The American dollar. Believe it or not, they do actually do not have their own currency. They, they, so they chose to go with the American dollar instead. So if you have Bitcoin or you have American dollars, you are good to go and you are in El Salvador. Now, to help get this program off the ground, the government gave $30 in Bitcoin to every citizen that downloaded the digital wallet app known as Chivo Wallet. Uh, Bitcoin fans around the world to show support for the move and to give the cryptocurrency a boost um, also bought $30 of Bitcoin, just more as a kind of, kind of a solidarity thing. Now, needless to say, 
There was a lot of concern about allowing Bitcoin to be used, given how incredibly volatile the cryptocurrency is, right? Right. I mean, in September 2020, I mean, literally a year ago, <clears throat> a single Bitcoin was around $10,000, going to a high of $63,000 in April 2021, and then plummeting to around $30,000 in July. Now, Eesh. in recent, yeah, right. <laughs> now, in recent weeks, the price of rose to around $51,000 likely because of the El Salvadorian policy change. Um, unfortunately, a survey, a survey by the Central American University found that only 4.8% of the nearly 1,300 people who took part in the use of Bitcoin actually understood what it was and how it was used. Oh, my God. Now, Not surprising. Uh, right, I mean, right. Most people, <clears throat> most, most people in our country don't even know how it's used. In Admittedly, I'm one of them. I, I admit I'm one of them. I, I, Same I've here. Never, yeah. Yeah, I've never I had use for it. It's like, uh, Bitcoin, sure. You know, I mean, I, I I understand. Well, I'm not going to say I understand the concept. I heard about it. But yeah. to really understand it, you really got to really look at research and read about it. And yeah. I, I've, I've dabbled in some of the reading. And I, from the tech side of it, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. I'm like, yeah, I can wait on it. You know, and 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 this survey also showed that more than sixty-eight percent of those that were server were surveyed were against using the cryptocurrency as legal tender. So, <laughs> so and there were even marches and protests against its adoption. Believe it or not. Now, despite all the hoopla and, and efforts to bolster the cryptocurrency, it dropped rather significantly in price during the day that it happened. When the market opened at eight a.m. Uh, Bitcoin had a price of $52,350. When the market closed at the end of the day, it was down to $46,270. Yeesh. <laughs> I mean, how, how bad is that when you're sitting there going, oh yeah, let's buy $30 of cryptocurrency and watch it drop 20% like the first day you own it. How screwed is that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, it's cool, I guess, but like for us, you know. Yeah, I, that, I mean, the American the American dollar still works. It's oh my god. No, it's, it's just so like weird. until like it, it can actually become a real currency. Well, right. An official, an official sort of, currency. That's a better yeah, word. That, yeah, that we can use alongside with the dollars, or you know, then it's more practical. Then then it'll be more people like us, you know, will actually be like, okay, we'll be investing in it to learn yeah. about it. You know. Yeah. Whereas right now, it's like it's a very novelty thing. Well, a lot it, of it, it, well, it's very novel and it's still, it's novelty for people who don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still a lot of big money for a lot of people that actually invest in it, yeah. but, but check this out. <clears throat> Excuse me. So according to the international monetary fund, the IMF, uh, which agreed to provide 389 million in emergency funding to El Salvador back in April, 2020 stated in July that adopting Bitcoin as legal tender may also encourage crime to flourish. Here's a quote from them. <clears throat> Without robust anti-money laundering and combating the financing of terrorism measures, crypto assets can be used to launder ill-gotten money, fund terrorism, and evade taxes. Uh, this can pose risk to a country's financial system, fiscal balance, and relationships with foreign countries and correspondent banks. End quotes. So in short... The country remains susceptible susceptible to financing uh, to financial shocks that could mm -hmm. jeopardize the government's ability to repay its creditors starting in January 2023. And so they got to pay that loan back, uh, which likely means that El Salvador is like is going to need another bailout from the IMF. So, 
That's all. Come on. I, I don't know. I, I don't know anymore. This this it, it's such a wild article though. I'm like, I, I'm actually I I'm I'm very curious to see where this is gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna check right now what the price of Bitcoin is, as I am rather curious here. Yeah. Give me a sec. Okay, so it is at forty six thousand four four fifty. I'll round it up to four fifty, which is uh not a significant jump. I mean, if if, if yesterday, if, if yesterday or at the end of the seventh. It was a forty-six thousand two seventy, so now it's a forty-six thousand uh, five hundred, so whatever I said it was. Mm-hmm. That's st- that's yeah, I would say stable in a very relative sense of the word. I mean, the currency fluctuates a lot, but there's always gold to back it up. So you got your gold prices that kind of fluctuate a little bit, but that's usually a pretty stable commodity as well, unless people start like buying a lot of gold. Then it's a problem trying to corner the gold market, but that's hard to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, and and. and I'm curious to see how far how far this will go. I mean, I, I would wait at least six months and actually kind of see how Bitcoin is doing from a price standpoint to see how El Salvador is doing with it. I gotta check the check back in six months, see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see. I, <laughs> I, don't, I know don't know what to say about it either. Yeah, I, that's I about know. all I can say about it itself. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have no comments about Bitcoin because I don't understand right. it myself. So yeah, no, I I, I wish I understood it a little until bit. I I take the time to actually learn about it more. Then maybe I'll have something to say about, it, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, let's get to your story. What's the last story? All right, the last story of the, the day. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Are you guys tired of driving your car with your hands? Yes. Yes, I yeah. am. Well, <laughs> let's wait for Mercedes-Benz because they're experimenting with mind-controlling vehicles. Mind-control cars? Very, yeah, it's going to be a mind very bad car. idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, so this article goes from PC Mag, and basically, it titles "Mercedes Benz is experimenting with mind control in vehicles." <laughs> Drivers will be able to change settings as they as they drive by staring at light dots and thinking about them. <laughs> <laughs> this is by that's far a, that's like, a sounds bad already. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz has used the IAA Mobility 2021 show in Munich this week to unveil a number of new vehicles. But it's a concept car that's turning heads because it uses mind control. Concept vehicles demonstrate what could be possible in the future rather than what will be in the next year's vehicles. And the Vision AVTR is exactly that. There is no wheels, buttons, or dials inside the car, just smooth surfaces capable of acting as a display. Interacting with the car system will be achieved through a brain-computer interface, which is dubbed as BCI. <laughs> Quote, Mercedes-Benz is setting another milestone in the merging of man and machine with the research and development of brain-computer interface applications in cars. BCI technology has the potential to further enhance driving comfort in the future, for example, said Britta Seeger, member of the board of management of a Daimler... Daimler AMG Mercedes-Benz AG responsible for sales. The driver will wear a BCI device attached to the back of their head, and after a short calibration, it can measure brain waves. <laughs> Why am I laughing? <laughs> because that's laughable. So they're gonna attach a device to the back of your head. Oh, okay. So you, me- the, so, you, so you got it, the matrix already injecting into the back of your skull. Let me uh, let me finish the article. It can right, measure brain bad. waves and trigger a number of predefined actions. Light dots are projected onto the digital dashboard, which the driver can focus on to trigger a specific action. 
the BCI device detects which light dot is the focus and initiates the desired response. If and when Mercedes-Benz launches a vehicle with thought control depends on a number of factors, such as how reliable it is and how easily how easily a driver can change their focus while also concentrating on the road at, on the road ahead. You know. Because we're really good at that at the moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, you drive around here, you know, you know damn yeah. well people are focused on their driving. Yeah. <laughs> that in turns mean there are also a few safety questions oh, that yeah. need to be answered. A few? Yeah. No, dude, it's a lot. All right. It's a lot of safety questions. Yeah, yeah it's just I, I, this oh, is a God. bad idea. This is one of the things oh. that it should not be self-driving cars is a bad idea in my opinion. Well, self-driving cars with no manual overwrite is a bad idea. Well, no, no, well, no, there is one. It's just that you just got to resume control of the car itself. I mean, granted, oh God, probably like easily. One, right, right. I mean, you should be able to go, you know, kind of, kind of like in, in, uh, in iRobot as well as um, uh, minority report was another one yeah. where they actually had basically automated vehicles. Right. Uh, you know, you could actually talk to your car. So yeah, I want to resume manual control, even though you're going like 110 miles an hour or whatever, and you could hit a button or just give a verbal command and you could do it. Minority report, nobody drove as far as I can recall, but the, all the, all the vehicles uh, were on kind of like a rail system, but they all were computerized. So they actually could would basically talk to each other so they can go really fast, but they wouldn't collide with each other either because they all know where everybody is. Yeah, they, they get you know switch lanes and do whatever. Get off. I mean, it, yeah, it, you'd it, have to watch it, the beginning of the movie to kind of. See I, I have. I mean, yeah, the movie is, looks perfect, but in real oh life, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a disaster. Well, yeah, right now it's a disaster, but this is like you <laughs> yeah. know 150 yeah. years down the road. So you know, there needs to be a beginning to all this. This is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's didn't just, say it was gonna work well. I don't know if it's. I mean, gosh, I mean, how I was gonna differentiate if it's mind control things like okay, I want my car to keep driving straight. Well, at the same time, as human beings, we get distracted by certain things. So pretty much we're gonna look yeah. at their devices, other things, look at other people. Like, what's gonna happen there? Yeah. Oh, she's pretty. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, Squirrel. that happens even without automatic cars. God. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh so my God. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll be cool. You know, if we we can have Optimus Prime driving by, for us, right? But we don't. <laughs> All right, it'll be cool, but we don't. Okay, all right. I, I want to put on my goggles and start driving. Here we go, man. I got this. It's yeah. I mean, I don't see this happening in our <laughs> lifetime, Jeff. Probably, yeah. Probably not. They'd have to really iron out a lot of kinks, and I mean, I bring use the word kinks in the very broad sense of where I mean, there are glitches, kinks, just whatever user interface. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot. Yeah, that goes into it. And the dumb part about it, when you really think of when you're driving. There's so much you have to think about just in driving that, and you do so much, it becomes automatic. So you don't really think about it. You just know the rules of the road. You're like, okay, yeah, I can't speed up here. You got to slow down. Oh, there's all these other cars out here. Oh, there's a cat in the road. I mean, just all these things happen. And God forbid, if the machine that your mind is attached to, your brain is controlling, <laughs> yeah. you know, your, your BCI, whatever you want to call it, isn't fast enough to react as opposed to you putting your foot on the brake instead, which God forbid that will be faster. You know, because I, I, I don't remember my science. I think it's like an electric uh, impulse from the brain to the foot uh, it, uh, or vice versa. It's like 240 miles, which is fast. But is that faster than your brain figuring, oh, wait, I got to stop the car because there's a cat in the road. Yeah. You know, or break, 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 break. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I just don't and know. And what if you fall work. asleep? 
<laughs> I mean, right? How screwed are you? Yeah. But a long drive, I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I just, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it is a scary thing to think that we should have machines driving for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's problematic at best. But you yeah. know, this might be the. Way I don't want Terminator driving my car, okay? Because <laughs> it'll try to kill you. Because it's a Terminator. Yeah. It's like, oh my god! I don't want I don't want a car that's named Skynet <laughs> driving yeah. me to work. Right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Skynet. <laughs> no God, no. God, like, yeah. I was like, where's? And then some some person got come with me. You want to live? And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll go with you. Oh yeah, no, I'm going, buddy. Yeah, I'm going. I've seen this movie. Exactly right. I've seen this movie already. So you yeah, need to I'm step going. out of the vehicle if you want to live. Oh yeah, got that. I'm out. Here we go. And you I'm your clone. Live. The future is safe. You now don't stay in the car. Yeah, and I'm your clone. <laughs> no, 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 stop right. <laughs> Sorry, it's just uh, no Matt TV joke. sketch. Inside joke. You know, that Inside yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an old mad tv sketch with arno and oh and, yes yeah that's some funny so, stuff that's some funny yeah. stuff yeah no i i uh yeah the, the whole the whole thing is laughable i mean if automated driving is going to happen let's let's just it assume it be like this true but yeah. let, let's assume yeah right let's assume that it is going to happen that it, for sure it is a going to be a thing no matter how much you 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 know we all whine a bitch about it whatever it is whatever we complain about there has to be a beginning to it. There are going to be glitches. There are going to be accidents. And sadly, there are going to be lives lost. That's the crap yeah. part of all this. That's, and it's, and the sad part, it's got to happen. That's the crazy part. You really think about it. It's got to happen. Right, because that's to a get, learn from it. There's the learning curve. That's exactly what it is. The computer's got to learn. All right, it's a cat. I need to stop. I can't, you know. And, you know, the guy's brain is on fire. I probably should stop the car or slow down at least, you know, whatever. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that's going to work out. I, I, uh, I know I'm not going to buy one for now. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I, we're not going to buy one because it's not, it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Well, maybe, maybe by the time by the time we're in our, our well, we can't buy one because we're. I don't know. You know, by that time they would have revoked our licenses. What? What do you mean I can't drive? Yeah. I got this automated car right here. Yeah. Doesn't matter that I can't. My brain see the is road. working twenty percent of the time. Twenty percent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my brain's working. I can use a rotary phone. <laughs> you make that sound like a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I'm eager to see where that's gonna go. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe they'll shelve it and it'll never happen. Maybe it'll be such an utter failure. Like, I mean, think of it this way. We can't even get you know electric cars to everyone right now. Well, that's a matter of price point and actually getting the raw materials to pull it up. I mean, that's, that's a supply and demand thing in and of itself. Supply I, and demand and then the cost and also, you know, like maintenance. The manufacturer. Yeah, the, the maintenance and the, and the manufacturing. We, we can't even figure out that part yet. Now, like these car manufacturers, oh, yeah, let's think of the future. Like your future is to fix what's in the present right now, right? So. Well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> or at least improve upon it to make the driving yeah. experience better. I, I don't know. But yeah, it's, I mean, you can still do that, but whether it's an electric car or not, doesn't matter if it's gas powered or whatever, you know, I mean, you could use, I mean, usually your average cruise control, you can pretty much control the whole thing from your thumbs. So you don't need to use the gas pedals in this case. So in, in, in yeah, that, try, vein, using, try using cruise control in here in, in California. Uh, well, you, you yeah. can't, it's, you can't, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you can you gotta get the open, useless, right? Exactly. You gotta go out in the open road out, out outside of Los Angeles. Yeah. You gotta go in the ocean, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to do a boat, get going. You know, like James <laughs> yeah. Bond. But yeah, no, I, I I'd imagine a, a, a an automatic, you know, BCI kind of thing could work 
provided that the software is really top notch and, and can pull it off and is sensitive enough. Software. Oh gosh. Well, see that we have well, oh. it's obviously a software than hardware interface. I mean, there's a lot going on. I try it in, in a big open parking lot just so it wouldn't hit anything. But it'd be interesting to see interesting interesting to see where it'll go. But I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. It it's it's um I don't know. I, I kind of see driverless cars or automated cars going better than the mind control ones because the brain gets distracted way too easily. And God forbid, if you're driving and you're so they're focused on the road, make sure you're just going straight. Then the phone rings and not just like the phone in your purse, the Bluetooth picks it up in your car, which a lot of cars have right now. Yeah. You push a button and then you got to start talking. So you're talking to this person while you try to focus on the little dots in your, on your display you know, hit somebody or run over a cow or whatever, you know, yeah. I mean, come on, but let's, let, I, let's, it's hard enough to focus on the road. Maybe we, I just keep it to the steering wheel and you just kind of keeping pretty focused on the steering wheel and yeah. just enjoying the experience of driving that way. Instead of like, I've got this. Oh, it's all in my head. I've got this. You know, look at the dots. Look at the dots. I see dots, lots of dots, more dots, more dots. Right. Wasn't there a game like that? I, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I think that's it for all of us here today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for joining us here today on the Tech That Doesn't Bycast, episode number 23. My name is Jeff Worden. With me is Simon. Uh, please come and check out our website at uh, techthatdoesnbite.com. Definitely check out our web channel. Like and subscribe. Hit the notification button. So by God, you'll know new content when it comes in hot and fresh. Yep, absolutely. And thank you if you are listening to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. You know, thank feel you, free to you. leave a review on your favorite post- podcasting service. Mm-hmm. You know, if they let you leave a review, that will help us. That will be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. All right. Well, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today. Have a good one. Bye, everyone. <laughs>